0: One of the key steps of the spiritual journey is to decide who or what we will give our power to. The the basic principle is that uh, whoever or whatever you give your power to has significant influence over your life because it it becomes an authority over you. Whatever you give power to becomes an authority. It determines the, the possibilities or the limits of your life whoever or whatever you look to as your power or as powerful. Typically, we give power to all the wrong kinds of things, <laughs> like, for example, our circumstances. So when we face something difficult, we often let that challenging situation have power over us, don't we? Yeah? We, we let it rob us of our peace and our hope. We give it power. Or... Our feelings, we often give power to our feelings. When we don't feel like doing exercise, we often don't do the exercise, right? (laughs) Or when we feel bad about ourselves, we allow that to be the truth of who we are. We give our feelings power. We also give power to the opinions of others, do we not? We allow... The opinion of someone else to frustrate us or to anger us or to discourage us or to prevent us from doing what we want to do for fear of what they might say. We give others power, don't we? And then, of course, there are the people that we give power to, you know, those kind of people who typically hold positions of power or at least worldly power, worldly authority, politicians and Celebrities of one kind or another, business figures or wealthy people. In one way or another, we tend to allow those types of people to exert some influence over us. And that's why marketing companies use celebrities to sell products, (laughs) because they know they're powerful. They influence us, they have authority. What's amazing is that we give these people power despite the fact that we know their authority is fleeting and and perhaps the best, most recent example is the Prime Minister. One minute, he's the leader of the country. Everyone's like, you know, whether you agree with him or not, you know, if you walk past, you'd look at him, wouldn't you? (laughs) And then the next minute, the day after the election, he's nothing, he's nobody, right, forgotten. The same is true, of course, of celebrities and sporting people, and you know here one day go on the next. So A key part of our spiritual journey is to be really intentional about deciding who has true authority, who has the true power. And, we, and of course we see a classic example of that today, don't we? The, the, the disciples were afraid there was a big storm, waves crashing over the boat, and, and they wake up Jesus. And, uh, and he calms the storm and they say, who is this guy? <laughs> He's the guy with authority. He's the guy with true power. You know it's true power when it can't be taken away, right? True power and true authority is that which doesn't change with circumstances, Of course, it's the power and authority that can only be found in God. So so our job is not just to identify true power, but to claim it often over our lives. And I think the best way, the most effective way we can do this is by claiming it when we're facing challenges and limitations in our life, when we're really up against it. When you come up against, for example, those negative thoughts you think oh i 'm hopeless, or this situation is hopeless, or or you you can 't do something you know you 've that kind of thought oh, i can 't do that or you want to do it, but you can 't do it, uh, or you come against some some kind of crippling fear they 're the best opportunities to to claim the true power and the true authority of Christ, the one who is not only uh, the agent of all creation who who has command over the wind and the sea, but the one who has also got the power and the authority over death. He's the one we need to look to often and and we need to claim that power over us. We need to stand under that power. We need to remind ourselves that 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 power has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit that's been given to us, as St. Paul says, that power, who, of course, is Christ, that authority lives in me. And so now I know that uh, it's never just me, that I'm not my own separate being, but I'm living as part of Christ. You know, St. Paul said this so beautifully, didn't he? It's no longer I who live. In other words, um, St. Paul's saying... I'm no longer living with this idea that I'm my own separate reality and, and what I'm I, whatever the circumstances I face, I face on my own. No, he says, but it's Christ who lives in me. I realize now that I'm part of a whole. That that I, I am connected and I draw my existence from the, the from Christ and his power and authority that lives in me. We need to remind ourselves of that often, huh? Especially when we face challenges. This is not just me. I have Christ in me and and I I share in his power and authority and I'm going to stand under that. I'm going to claim that in the face of this challenge. This means that whatever we come up against, we don't have to be overwhelmed because it's not just us. We we carry the authority of Christ, the power of Christ. It means that we can uh, allow God to do everything extraordinary things through us, not because it's me, but because I believe that Christ is in me and his power and his authority, which can do all things. This is why the saints did such remarkable things in their lives, not because they were superhuman in their gifting or their abilities, but because they simply allowed themselves to acknowledge the presence and the power and the authority of Christ. They claimed it. And they allowed it to have influence over their lives.